So we just wrapped up our March cast and it was a lot of fun. It was three nights and you can just feel um, the pressures that the school is starting to end, you know, spring break. You can just feel it. The moms, we were all exhausted this run and we hadn't, previous cast had not been that tired and I was really tired too. I think it's something with the time change and just the pressures are building that, you know, school is going to end and projects are coming. We all had a blast, but man, we were tired. And the show wrapped at 8.30. I always start the shows early. Anyway, it was a really treat to have Jennifer Seifert in the cast this time. This is her, I think, second or third time in expressing motherhood. And Jen's just incredibly talented. She holds these um, amazing get-togethers and for women who are writers and she also holds events where she has writers perform, um, and she's just a beacon to many in our Los Angeles community, and she's also just a lot of fun to be around. And here's her bio. It says, Jen is a Jack Nicholson Scholarship Award winner and alumnus of the University, sorry, University of Southern California. She is a certified life coach, actress, writer, and facilitator of Julia Cameron's The Artist Way. As an actress, Jennifer is an Ovation Award winner and has worked with A Noise Within, Pasadena Playhouse, Shakespeare Festival of L.A., and the Falcon Theater. Um, she has produced a ton of works of arts. And let's see, she can be seen in the, in the Academy Award-nominated film In America and opposite Academy Award winner Angelica Houston in Huff. Oh, that's fun. In 2009, she was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, and her life took a significant turn. Jennifer became a mother and attempted to balance a life of creativity, the challenges of motherhood, and her new physical limitations. Today, she continues to tour the country with Playfair and has found her voice as a writer in expressing motherhood. That's really nice. She is most proud of three... Um, creativity festival she has produced with friends and the $3,500 plus raised for Moms Demand Action, Races, Habitat for Humanity, and the Cancer Support Community of Pasadena. And you can find out more about her at jennifercypher.com. So without further ado, here is Jennifer Cypher and Expressing Motherhood. School day mornings in my house are a shit show. The kids, they perform cartwheels in the living room and start purposely plowing into each other while simultaneously criticizing each other's skills. In a Brene Brown non-shaming voice, I explain, Daddy and I love you unconditionally. But when you are rude and annoying, you destroy any hope for happiness in this house. They're not listening. So I go back to defrosting a mini pizza for my seven-year-old's lunch, and I spiral into self-judgment over my lack of cooking skills. A minute later, the smoke detector goes off. The, the pizza! I grab a hand towel, but it is burning hot. And with a slight fling of my hand, the pan drops and the pizza lands cheese side down. Then, Mom, look at what you did! You dropped my pizza. I look at his pinched little face, wondering whether or not his lack of empathy is because 
he's seven or because he's a sociopath. <laughs> I burned myself. He rolls his eyes. Oh, you want your pizza? You're so concerned about your pizza? Then take your fucking pizza! <laughs> For the record, I don't actually know if I actually said fucking. I pitch it across the room where he's standing and it lands behind him. Oh my God. I threw a pizza at my kid. <laughs> I look at this sad pizza on the floor. It's still in a perfect circle. And I flash to images of my life pie from every self-help book I have ever read. You know, different slices represent different parts of your life. You've got the health, relationships, career. This wheel of judgment that highlights the fact that my failures outweigh my successes expands and deflates for the last 20 years. And I do have a mini acting career in my 20s, playing mostly junkies and homeless people. <laughs> but I harbor a secret somewhere in between. I want to be a mother. So I'm 24 and I start my quest to find a partner to help raise my future children and look to fill out that relationship slice of the pie. I date one lung who only has one lung, but he is happy just to be alive and that is perfect. It's perfect for depressed little me. Then the cop who is in love with the NRA, the lesbian who looks just like my twin, and finally, the drug dealer, who unbeknownst to me loads my bong with crack one night and I hit a new low. The next guy looks to be too normal. This might be the first good relationship I have ever had and I am determined to sabotage it. He is army intelligence, but kind, a writer, he speaks Russian, and I'm convinced that he works for the CIA. I amuse him. Jennifer? I am the anchor, and you are the party. The only baggage he brings to this relationship is his 15-year-old dog, Chi. He adores her, and she him. Well, I'm here now, Chi-Chi. <laughs> and I have to warn you, he says I'm the party. As the classic saboteur, late one night, drunk, I pick an argument. I'll get him to break up with me, and then I can prove that I am unworthy of love. I don't like dogs. I slur my words. I know it isn't true, but I can see it hanging above my head, this word bubble. He's shocked. That's mean is all I get back. And then he chooses to sleep on the floor with the dog. I awake the next morning groggy and hungover. Chi-Chi can't walk. He chokes. Her back legs aren't working. I spring out of bed despite my karmic headache. In this moment, I know I should grovel, but instead together, we make a sling for his dog and take her outside to breathe some air. I watch as she can no longer hold herself up, and he lifts her, this 60-pound dog, in his arms to carry her back to his apartment. She's no longer viable. He doesn't get anything out of this friendship, just maybe a few weak snuggles. And then it hits me. He had taken care of his mother the last couple years of her life, past the time that she could mother him. He had been 21 in the prime of his life, and he postponed college, stayed home, and acted as his mother's nurse. This is a man who loves with everything he has. 
And if I am lucky enough to find someone so unselfish and giving, then maybe I need to stop being such an asshole and dive into this relationship. I do like dogs. I whisper. I really do. I know. You going to break up with me? No. I love you. <laughs> he loves me. Oh, I love you too. He hugs me and then he kisses the top of my head. This is the one. So I'm wiping up pizza sauce from off the tile floor. And the seven-year-old, who reminds me the most of my husband, comes over, kisses me on top of my head. I'm sorry, Mommy. Oh, honey, no. Sorry, I threw a pizza at you. <laughs> that pitch was pretty strong. It's too bad Daddy didn't see it. <laughs> well, you can practice with me. Yeah, but with a ball, not pizza. Okay, Mommy? I love you. I love you, too. I continue to clean up, and the six-year-old pipes in. If we had a dog, then you'd never have to clean the floor after breakfast. <laughs> he can't say his ours. The seven-year-old agrees. Yeah, I love dogs. The chatter continues as I pull another pizza out of the freezer, and I smile as I revel at our chaotic balancing act. Although messy, all the pieces are there, and my life pie is complete. Thank you.